Welcome back to the Meet Us in Paris podcast. I am Kristen, and this is the podcast about all things travel, be it food, what to pack for your next trip, or your next exotic destination. And with me is my amazing co-host, back from her search for the perfect ice cream or gelato, Lee. Hello, hello. Good afternoon. Uh, Also with us is the holder of all knowledge that is useless unless you co-host a podcast, and that is Zen. (laughs) <laughs> I, I resemble that remark for certain. That's <laughs> <laughs> that useless knowledge somewhere. So perhaps you should, we'll have this place should, for it. My parents are really proud. <laughs> <laughs> so one of the foregone conclusions of traveling is the actual traveling part. <laughs> While it may uh, belabor the obvious, usually to get to a destination of interest, you need to invest in the time to get there, which can be the most boring part of the trip, obviously. And we're talking most major forms of transportation, be it airplane, train, taxi cab, or boat. Uh, so today, having traveled so much, we have maybe a few creative ideas on how to kill time on your travels. But talking about killing it, our sponsor kills it too when it comes to professional training. Have a listen. They're called goals for a reason. There's something to strive for. They require attention and they need sweat and hard work to achieve. Do you have a career goal? At UCI Division of Continuing Education, we're here to help. With over 60 certificate programs available, we've helped over a quarter million students reach their goals and we can help you reach yours too. Start today at ce.uci.edu. That's ce.uci.edu. All right. So this is a podcast about killing boredom. So, I mean, so this could be... Where to start? (laughs) Where to start, right? I mean, plane, train, automobile, sitting sitting in the lobby or waiting for a plane to come. Um, but I will say it makes it's an unusual it, it's unusually hard when you have kids, so or kid yeah. or kids with you, and so um, I say bomb them with electronics. <laughs> you and the rest of society sue them with screen time. Um, yeah, sue them with screen time. But I tell you what, one of the things is when my daughter was super young. One of the things was I actually downloaded a bunch of videos ahead of time, especially when you're going to a foreign country when television might be in a different language. And we did let her watch that. But I would download a few of her favorite movies and I would put it onto her iPad. And that would be just enough to get us like out of an airport or an hour on the plane. So um, iPad is one of the most wonderful devices to keep your kid from going, are we there yet? Well, and that I can affirm that only because I recently had my brother and his family flew out here from the East Coast, and they were so excited to be on JetBlue because unlimited snacks. And so, as they got settled on their fl- their six hour flight, they were informed there was no Wi Fi. And so, my brother was so <gasps> thankful they had downloaded some stuff to the iPad just in case. So, it's been great as a you know just as a backup to the backup. Yeah, and I wouldn't. I won't lie. There's a few times that I'll actually download a few videos onto my um, my own personal devices, whether it be an iPad or a, um, like an iPhone. But lots of the services let you download stuff now. Like Apple TV, you can actually download their programs to watch it when there's no Wi-Fi around. Um, I think Netflix lets you do it on... I think you can do that with Netflix as well. 
Um, but it has to be on like an Android device or an iOS device, but not a laptop. Gotcha. You know, I'm old enough that I absolutely remember traveling when one, there was no Wi-Fi or two, Wi-Fi was such a luxury. But now we're at that point in society that like, how do you travel without Wi-Fi? How is this possible? So cruel and unusual. We read books and lots of them. But the problem is everyone puts their books on their <laughs> tablets and stuff now. Yeah. Which I guess you can access without Wi-Fi. I'll be honest. I rarely ever, okay, if we're talking just planes and stuff like that, I rarely ever use Wi-Fi only because it. I get frustrated if it's not as fast as I'm used to. So I'm better off just reading a book because otherwise I'm that aggro person sitting next to you, like, like tapping my phone on my, on my laptop. I hear music. I'm so sorry. That's my mother-in-law's phone. Music. <laughs> <laughs> have you have you already grown bored and and and, and resorted? To, <laughs> yeah, resorted to music. Right, and I don't know where she is to come answer it. That's hysterical. Okay. Well, okay. So back in the day, I mean, I, I I talk about this, but I used to open up franchises, and I used to go through at least one paperback a week. Wow. It's a paperback a day because I could be on a plane for eight hours a day. So Mm -hmm. I had nothing to do. And I used to have a huge collection of paperbacks. I would just find used bookstores and just buy everything. If I found one book, let's say Jack Reacher, I would Mm -hmm. just find all the used Jack Reacher. And I liked the first book. I would buy like the next six. Wow. Um, use because I knew I was going to be able to read them because you I'm on a plane. Like sleepy. I love reading, but I feel like when I read on a plane, I end up getting so sleepy. <laughs> oh no, because I'm always looking for my next snack. Oh, okay. Yeah. Why I love flying JetBlue, or I mean, we need to get JetBlue as a sponsor. That's what we need to do. No, um, but yeah. JetBlue and international flights where they feed you like every other hour. <laughs> so, yeah. I tell you, and I know it'll never happen because it would totally heard the business within the the airports or train stations is to merge the beauty of those free little libraries yeah. with the airport concept, which I know some people like informally leave their books behind with a note in or something, but we really need to have like a little lending library in oh. every terminal of every airport. And, you know, I mean, I know it's going to hurt like some of the newsstands and stuff, but, but literally, I mean, I think that would be, because then when folks like you, Zen, are flying and you know, when you were opening up all those things, then you don't have to carry a bunch of books with you. You can just you know that the next time you're zooming through a terminal, you can swap it out for something else. That'd be great. Yeah. I always loved in hostels when they do the, like, take a book, leave a book. Yes. Or, yeah, yeah. <laughs> so do you guys physically carry books still or are you tablet people now or – Oh my god! I carry a book. I carry a book. I cannot read books on on electronics like that. I can, but I prefer to have a book. But I I've got a few books on my like on my Kindle app just in case. But otherwise, I'm more likely to forget it because I if I have the book, I know I can physically feel where I am, and it's a reminder. Versus if it's an app on my phone, yeah. I mean, look at what I do with dating apps. I rarely touch them, and then all of a sudden, it's like, oh wow, I match with how many people? Who knew? <laughs> I'm, you know, I'm a big, okay, maybe not such a big physical. I used to be so I need to have a physical book, but I think I've converted over, especially when, in particular, when traveling into a 
ebook reader but the th- i i have a I have a Kindle, but now I'm just putting all my stuff onto my iPad because you can get the Kindle, uh, the Kindle software. Mm-hmm. So I can reduce the number of devices that I bring because I bring already too many devices. Yeah, we were going to talk to you about that. Yeah. I need a, <laughs> hi, my name is Zen. I carry too many devices when I'm on the plane. Um, <laughs> <laughs> but, but the, uh, I guess the the thing is that I like flipping between multiple books. So, I like, don't understand how you can do that. Really? <laughs> yeah, no. I need. I'm the kind of person who finishes one task before I move on to the other. I don't like all that multitasking. How about you, Lee? Books. I prefer to. I, I prefer to be monogamous, but I will admit. <laughs> I don't read around like you do, Zen. Part of it's, but I, I probably, it depends. If it's a fictional book, I want to finish the story because if I've got two fiction books going, I'm, I'm going to shuffle everybody together and be hella confused. But I'm infamous for starting nonfiction books and just like losing interest. So if we were to like categorize all of the nonfiction books that I have half started around my house, there's probably a dozen. But I'll, I will, I will want to finish unless it's I just don't like the book, a, a not a fictional book, preferably a mystery. Yeah, I guess for me it's like I read, like I wouldn't say I like to read six books at a time, but I might read two at the same time because sometimes I'll get into one and it's just like, okay, this is kind of, I'm no longer into it, or it's just like I, I'm kind of tired of reading this kind of story, and then I'll move over to the other book and read a few chapters. And then it's like, get bored of that. And then go back to the first book. Mm-hmm. So it's kind of like just the fact, it's like a change of pace, in other words. It's just going back and forth and changing the pace. I kind of watch TV that way, too. Like, I'll watch a couple miniseries at the same time. So, Does your wife know about this lack of commitment that you have? <laughs> unfortunately, well, unfortunately, yes, but... Somehow she's managed to keep me around for nearly 30 years, I think. So, much to her chagrin, you know, she's like, oh, geez. He keeps coming back. He keeps coming back. <laughs> so, what other things do you guys do to kill time? My- it so depends on, like, I get really car sick. So I can't do anything other than like listen to music or a podcast or talk to people. I can't read in a car. I can't be on my phone in a car. Nothing like that. So are we going through a specific angle? Like, Oh, no, no, no. I was just wondering if there's, you know, um, I know. You were going to say something. Take it away. Oh, no. I lost my train of thought. How about you, Lee? You, you must have, you are such a converser. You must have a ton of stories about the conversations you've had. Actually, I think part of it is I walk a lot. Like I, like especially in airports, if I'm not, if we are not boarding, I'm walking around. Now part of it is because I know we're going to be sitting still for hours. And the other part is that I'm scoping out my next meal or which Starbucks line has the shortest line or like things like that. But I will walk like the, my last day in Portugal I think I got 58,000, just shy of 58,000 steps. Nice. I get so bored and I'm just like, I just got to keep moving and walking around. Wow. So I will walk. um, But also in Portugal, like talk about boredom. Like I'm used to, I mean, we're all used to going to, you know, 
an airport or a train station and you've got to kill like, th- you know, 30 minutes, an hour, whatever. I got to the Porto airport at 1230 at night. So slightly after midnight, my flight was at uh, 530 in the morning. It was closed, like closed, like lights are out. Nothing is open. The bathroom was open, but dark. Um, and so that was a, that was kind of a trip. Like, I think there were like maybe six of us in the whole airport. Wow. So I walked for a while and then I couldn't, you know, I tried to lay down and sleep, but it was just too freakish. So, like, <laughs> but yeah, I'm, one, I, I'm not one of those people who can sit at the, at the gate and, and just kind of zone out. Um, but it also means that I pack light because I know we'll be walking around a bunch. Yeah. Well, actually, um, once again, most of my recent travels are three of us at the same time. And sometimes we'll just put one person down and they'll sit with all the bags. And then the other two will actually run off and look at the rest of the terminal and and, and scope. Like, and and actually you just reminded me of that because it's like, well, what's around this corner and what's around this corner and what kind of shop is that? And what, what's this and what's that? Mm -hmm. And then we'll look at everything. And then like, if I'm, of course, one of us has to watch our kid. Right. So, once I come back with my daughter, it's like, okay, we scope the whole place out. You want to go to shop number one over here. <laughs> Tell my wife, you want to go this place over here and you want to go this place. And then I'll send her off with my kid to go run around and go look at the stuff again. That is so. brilliant. What strategy? And the kid comes in handy. Yeah. Yeah. Unfortunately we can't keep her. She, well, now she's big enough. Um, the last time we went, she's big enough. She could sit with the bags by herself. Um, then my wife and I will go off, but usually it's one person sits and two people go off. So, ah. so my husband a few years ago now bought me a Nintendo Switch, which is fabulous for killing time. Um, places that I I it's like a secret weapon for me on long plane trips. Um, the switch, uh, they probably even make it smaller now, but I feel like it is so perfectly compact and, um, easy to travel with and has tons of amazing games. You can even access Hulu on it and stuff. So obviously, really? require, yeah, Hulu for sure. There's like a Nintendo switch app. Um, and what I love about it is if you do have the Wi-Fi, you can do like those live games where you're like playing against real people around the world, or you can just play the game straight themselves. And um, that has been a huge time killer for me on long plane rides. And I guess if I was ever to go on a long boat ride, I would take it there too. <laughs> I haven't been on one yet. Um, but I'll that's t- something that came up in my head. Do you guys have Netflix? Uh, is the Pope a Catholic? <laughs> <laughs> doesn't have Netflix. I guess a lot of people like abandon it this month, though, right? <laughs> yeah. How about you, Lee? I do not. not been on in over a year. So wow. Actually, actually, I canceled my Netflix for the first time in like ten years. Just like three you months did? ago, oh, yeah. Wow. I'll, I'll, I'll go back. My words now. <laughs> oh no, no. I mean, I'll go back. The only reason is just like we've had it for so long, and then it's like we have HBO Plus, we have Netflix, right. we have Amazon Prime, we have Disney Plus. It's just like okay, this is just too many things just to get one bill off 
but we'll probably cancel HBO and then we'll go back to Netflix for three months and stagger them. But the reason I ask is what's I also like to do is if I'm in a foreign airport or anywhere and you have Wi-Fi, log into Netflix because when you log into Netflix in a different country, you have mm. a, you have different mm-hmm. shows. Yeah. And you can always Ooh. subtitle it in in or sometimes you can change the language to English if you don't want to. Yes. At least the, a lot of them are subtitled, but when I was in Japan it's like this is amazing. Yeah. <laughs> like watching all the local dramas and stuff like that, you know. <laughs> and I'll even like and remember I mentioned that you can download the stuff. So whatever you download, you can keep on your phone for like your phone or your tab tablet for like a month or something like that so like if there's a couple shows i want to finish when i'm in japan i'll download them really quick before we leave and watch it for the next two weeks at home before they expire on my um ipad (laughs) so um you know these days too the amount of different apps on phones that keep me entertained everything from like sudoku and (laughs) wordle like how your phone is just everything now i know that like bringing all kinds of um power power banks and stuff to keep my phone going because if i want to read if i want to play a game if i want to do trivia like Anything like that to keep, like, my brain active while I'm bored. There's so much out there on phone apps. Mm-hmm. That's another thought. I'll tell you the the number one game if you have, we'll, we'll call it, like, six years old and older. <laughs> okay, just, they have to be old enough to read. Maybe a little bit more than that. Have you guys played Heads Up? Yes, that was all the rage years ago. Heads Up is the best game to ever to play like in a line, whether it's at Disneyland or an airport. And as long as you can feel comfortable laughing out loud with other people um, and have a couple people around, that is the is a laugh riot if you got nothing to do. <laughs> that is huh. one of the best. Do you know what this is? No, I don't. Okay. It's kind of like a charade game. It's awesome. Yeah. So what it is, is on. it's actually des- developed by Ellen DeGeneres. Really? Yeah. Wow. So what, what it does is that you take the phone and you put it on your forehead and the screen out. And then the screen will actually say something like basketball or something like that. <laughs> and then everyone around you has to gesticulate playing basketball or whatever to get you to say the word basketball. And then if you get the word, they go, yes. And then you flip it down and the next word comes up. Oh, cool. Yeah. Or if you, you can do a pass and flip the phone up and it will pass on to the next, uh, next thing. And you just keep on passing the phone around. Mm -hmm. And I tell you what, what also beyond being outside in a public place, as long as you can laugh is that if you have a beer or two in you, it's (laughs) even funnier. (laughs) But that's not for the six year olds, right? Just want to make sure. Um, It depends on what country you're in. (laughs) (laughs) If you're in Germany, game on. (laughs) (laughs) I'll also, okay, this is, I'll bring, for my daughter and her friends, if we travel with a small group, I'll bring, um, have you guys seen 
Do you remember the old game Simon? Oh, yes. yes. Okay. I forgot about that game. That was the best. They sell Simons that are four inches wide and like one inch tall. Okay. Yeah. Nice. That's cool. So, I mean, they're still electronic, but they're not like, you know, not like it's not a iPad or an iPhone. So I got three or four of these things. There's like a Bop It thing. <gasps> oh, um, Bop It. Yeah, Bop It, Simon, and I forget the what the last one I have. And just between those three games, if you and they'll fit in like a in a bag that would fit like a large grapefruit at most. All three of these things. And then when they're really, really bored and you just pull it out and it's it's a lot of fun for a couple people to play. You can play it by yourself, obviously, but if you play it with a couple of people, it's a lot of fun too. And it doesn't take up too much space. But um, this could play that original like that intervention we discussed at the top of the show about you having lots of electronics while traveling. <laughs> oh yeah, no kidding. Well, that's more like a card ride, though. It's not like I'm going to take it to France or something. Like that. <laughs> Strange Americans. Oh my god! What else? I love it. Yeah, um, the coloring. You know, they make all these great adult coloring books now, and that can be really soothing and nice. Let's preface this, but depending on where you're traveling and how long, there's only so much you can bring on your carry-on. So no I can never bring everything that I want to, but I like mix and match. But sometimes I've brought coloring books and like colored pencils and. That can be really soothing and, you know, nice. If you don't want the stimulation, you want more of a relaxation. And to be kind to your neighbor, like, that, that's oh, also yeah. kind of kind to your, you know, the people around you. Yeah, that's true. I tend to write a lot of postcards. Oh. Like, because that just gives me, you know, chances are I've accumulated a bunch and I, I tell myself that I'm going to write them the next time I, you know, get back to my flat or whatever. But waiting in a, there's nothing like waiting in a, for a train, plane, bus, whatever, that really kind of helps out. And it's like, okay, I'm, I've got to sit and be still. So now this is a great time to get some postcards written. You know, that's smart. And actually kind of along those same lines, I do a lot of journaling. So I never go anywhere without a journal. Um so on trains and stuff, it's really nice to like listen to music and journal. Mm-hmm. The writing, that's that's true. Ever I ever try to choose music based off of your scenery? Oh, no, it's always off my mood. Do you like listen to like Japanese soundtracks in Japan kind of thing? That's what I'm talking about. Yeah. Is oh. the the two things um, that. I'll, it's not like I spend the whole afternoon doing it, but I'll do this strange kind of, I'll, I have noise canceling headphones or like ear pods. So you put them in and if you're on a train and you stick them in the ears, turn on the ear, all of a sudden it's just surreal. All of a sudden, like all the, all the ambient noise just goes away. Right. So it's just like, whoa, um, it's a very strange sensation when you're in a busy airport, then everything goes silent. It makes you look at the whole place differently. But, like, if you're on a train and you're on a, like, a Shinkansen, and then you start playing Japanese music while watching the world go by, it it's it really frames things differently. 
Mm-hmm. As opposed to if you're in Italy and you're watching, you're in an, also a different type of train, like the older trains, and then you put on some classical music. So I like sometimes every once in a while, I like to frame the world around me, combination of noise canceling and just listening to music that's regional. And it puts me in a strange mood of being where I'm at. <laughs> I'm surprised that you weren't listening to like classic spaghetti Western kind of soundtrack. <laughs> um, Post punk. Ah, gotcha. Okay. <laughs> so, yeah, post punk and no. Um, <laughs> Dropkick Murphys all the time. Oh, of so, course, of yeah. course. Especially when you're racing for that plane, you yeah, know. Exactly. <laughs> yeah, so uh, what else is out there? Anything else that's unusual or interesting that you guys try? Unusual, I don't know, but um, I was just, I spent the weekend away with some friends this past weekend, and it was like very, we all brought our kids and stuff, and so um, the kids all had stuff to entertain them, and I ended up, (laughs) one of them brought like, it was like a coloring slash activity book. And at one point I sat down at the table and was so entertained by this activity book because it would be like connect the dots and tic-tac-toe and mazes. And I was just having the best time. So maybe picking up like a little activity book like that could uh, be entertaining. I was enjoying it. Um, Have you guys ever um, seen, uh, there's some photograph um, checklists applications out there that i've seen and those are fun oh those are cool okay so they have there's a bunch of them i'm not going to give any specific recommendations but they will actually give you a checklist of things that you need to photograph before you leave another country oh and it makes because of you, you always see these people come back. It's like, oh, my God. You look at their Instagram. Oh, my God. They're so thoughtful. Why didn't I think of this? Why, why didn't I do that? And so it's usually a list of things like take a picture of one unique food item. Take a close-up of a flower. Take a picture of – and they give you a list of 20 or 30 photographs to capture the feel of where you're at or a country. Cause it could be used in a park. It could be used anywhere that you're, go- that you're going to take a picture of a building, take an abstract picture, take a close of, of a stone or a brick or something I like love that. that. Yeah. And so that's one of the things that I'll also use. Like, even if it's an airport, it's just like taking a picture of um, just people every day walking by you. Do I mean just to capture the sensation of what that airport looks like? Take a picture of a single sculpture, you know, et cetera, et cetera, et cetera. And -hmm. that's what I'll also use to kill off time is that it is two things. It's like it makes you explore airport wherever, wherever. But then also you got photographic proof of what you've done. Right, right. Which is a lot of fun. That makes – and it kind of gets like – there's only so many pictures of certain things that I always take pictures of. Yeah. But I mean, there's things that I wouldn't think of that are different in, in different countries, like mailboxes. Yes. Yeah. And so then it's like, oh, wow. <clears throat> Actually, I have a friend who um, is a photographer. And one of the things that she actually put together was um, this is specific in Laguna Beach, um, California. Is that she took a picture of all the custom mailboxes in Laguna Beach 
and Whoa. then she made she made like a huge poster out of them. So oh, cool. So some I of them are those posters like um they do them like like Ireland will do like the doors of Dublin kind of thing where mm-hmm. it's like a whole mosaic of just like doors and in this case just like mailboxes in Laguna. Yep. Yeah. Um, that's awesome. Um like these things will tell you to take pictures of a car. You know like a car that you have never seen. Mm-hmm. You know. And I have a friend um you guys know him Sean. I've actually seen him just take pictures of car logos. New and old. Oh, cool. Of course he did. Yeah. So, I mean, one time he put together this whole, you know, and so, like, choose something to do. It's like he went through, you know, like, I forget where he was, but he had all these, oh, this is an old Mercedes-Benz. This is an MG. These are the little stars off of the uh, Mercedes-Benz, which I don't know what they were good, why they were there. This is the original BMW symbol. And when you see them, like, one by themselves, like, oh, that's kind of cool. But when you see, like, 40 of them together, it's just like, wow, this is super cool. (laughs) Love it. So. <clears throat> so I have one, and especially the whole boat ride that you mentioned. I'm like, have I been on like a long boat ride? Because I've never done a cruise. However, I do specifically remember when I did the Greek Isles, and some of those ferry rides are really long, like upwards of a few hours. And um, I remember my friend and I that I was traveling with, we had a deck of cards. So, um, we played games and we did like magic tricks and the best part that I like remember is one of my favorite parts of the trips is she knew this like silly fortune telling game with cards that I was like so addicted to. And I need to like look up the rules because I feel like we played that for like 90% of the time. And it was so dumb. Like this is who you're going to marry. And this is like (laughs) very like, you know, high school, college girly, but it was so much fun. And there are just, like, endless card games and card tricks and stuff. So I feel like if you have a deck of cards and, like, get an app that would, like, teach you some games, that is, like, endless entertainment. That is brilliant. And, and it, it, that's so much smaller and you don't have to worry about charging it or anything like that. Mm-hmm. That is that is amazing. You can find games for any amount of players, you know, one through 100. Or I guess maybe 52. <laughs> <laughs> you guys got to share a card. Yeah. Okay, I'll, I'll tell you one more that I used to do. And um, I keep these are you guys are sparking some memories of one, especially when I traveled by myself. It's like obviously I used to read a book all the time when I traveled by myself, but in between, so like I used to open up franchises. Um, usually I was gone from home three out of four weeks, and that could be three unique trips. So that could be up to six airplane flights in one month that were up to eight hours long. And what I would do every month was I would go down to the local magic shop and I would buy one magic trick. Oh my gosh, that's so awesome. So I'm not very good at them anymore, but I would learn how to do, you know, like, and usually each magic trick, some tricks require special types of card decks. Some tricks require special coins. There's somewhere between, um, you could get like a deck of a special magic deck of cards for something like 15 to $20. Um, there's coin things that could be cost for you. Like there's something called a scotch and soda. And what I would do is I would just sit there and incessantly practice these um, magic tricks on the plane, on the co- on the little fold down table, um, trying to get good at these magic tricks. 
And um, and it's, it's it's a great thing when you're singing in a bar. But I was getting to the point where certain types of magic tricks, what I would do, I could actually read a book while doing magic tricks with playing cards. Oh, At the same time. Oh, wow. Because lots of the magic tricks require you to, it's like a certain feel of the cards. The cards are there's certain things that, with the cards that you can feel the cards. You don't even have to look at the cards. So the the better I got, the less I had to look at the cards. And I would actually, I could read a book while simultaneously cutting cards, full, pulling cards, putting, you know, like making the aces show up at the top of the deck of cards and stuff like that. And oh, I, would I just, thought I did that one. <laughs> yeah, I would just practice those things just for fun. While, yeah. And and the thing is, it, it's a lot of fun to learn a new skill, whether or not you're going to use it. But like, I tell you what, every once in a while, I'll pull one of those things out of the out of the air for my daughter, and she's like, "What in the world?" She's like, We're, "How did you do that?" And, and that's she, such a great party trick. Who yeah. doesn't love magic? <laughs> yeah. Oh, that's aw- that is awesome. Yeah, I love that. Yeah, just look it up. Just look up. Um, and there's a bunch of magic stores online now. It used to be, I had to go to magic stores. Mm-hmm. And then the other one is. Um, of course, you can't do all of them. Was uh, have you ever seen? There's like a list of bunch of bar tricks that you can do. Oh, oh, oh bar tricks. Yeah, so <laughs> I, I, I spent a little bit too much time killing brain cells in bars, <laughs> but um, like certain things that you can like. Well, if you take a fork and a spoon and you get like a you get a toothpick, you can balance it off the side of a glass and stuff like that. <laughs> Balancing and, salt shaker on salt and stuff like that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. and I tell you what. That's a lot of fun to kill time when you're by yourself on the plane <laughs> and that meal cart comes out too. Love it. And you know, depending on, it's always such a gamble on your airline and like what their entertainment systems have and if you have an entertainment system. But I've been on some that have so many cool things on them if you really go through them. One of them was even like teaching languages. There were like so many languages to choose from and it would teach you a lot of greetings and counting one to 10 and all, and then they would have little quizzes and it was like really cool. So if it's a long haul flight, hopefully you have a good entertainment system. Really go through those things because there are some gems. I 100% agree. And I think it's international flights because, oh my gosh, when I was flying, uh, the the last time I flew and it was two different airlines, both of them had so much more to them than just the games and the TV shows and the videos that I did. I found myself like, huh, highlighting about where, you know, places, not just for the destination, but places in the world to visit and, yeah. and facts. And it was, it was great. So have you been, I remember, I think, I think it was American airlines, but there was one where you could chat like every, there was like a whole chat room for anyone who wanted to join, like on the plane. I think it was, oh, yes, I remember hearing about that. And then it got, um, it got canceled very quickly uh, <laughs> oh. because we couldn't, we couldn't manage that responsibility in an adult manner. Oh, no. no. We were, I remember with my sister, we were flying to Japan. It was so much fun. Everyone was like in a great mood and like being really funny. And it was really cute. And what was hilarious is that it actually identified your seat. It wasn't anonymous. Um, And it seemed like everyone was like cracking up and having a good time. But if you looked around you, even at people who were participating, everyone's just stone faced, like pretending like (laughs) (laughs) because you're on a plane in a public place or whatever. But I remember we like, made friends through that and then we were really looking forward to on the plane ride back but like no one was a part of the chat and we were like 
oh that was like the best part <laughs> there used to be um this is kind of sidetracking but there used to be um a deli here in orange county that had phones at all the tables and you can call oh. up random tables in the deli oh wow um, and that deli still exists in la but they um they they disconnected the phone system but essentially there's a phone and you could pick up the phone and you could call any of the other tables and it was by south coast plaza you could call any of the other oh. tables to start the talking to random people if you wanted to well imagine what a, a novelty that was before cell phones <laughs> yeah, oh, yeah. yeah. okay <laughs> i still think it's cute oh i think it's a great right. idea that's funny <laughs> any other last tidbits no, no. I, I, I learned so much from you both. Thank you, and, and to recognize the importance. Of, to, to, I'm going to throw a deck of cards, and you inspired me. I'm going to throw a deck yeah. of cards in my travel bag, so I don't even have to think about it the next time I travel. It's already there. And you know what, too, um, decks of cards. I feel like are really popular in a lot of like um, touristy stores. Like, I feel like you often see, like, spoons and bells and, like, a deck of cards. So I feel like that's an easy thing to pick up wherever you go, too. Okay. Yeah. I'll give you a hint on the magic cards before we go. Oh, okay. The one set of, de one set of cards you want to get is something called a tapered deck. Mm -hmm. Tapered deck. And okay. the thing is, the great thing is you can actually play cards with them. So, like, you can just play bridge or whatever that you want. But they're a special set of cards. I'm not going to tell you how they work. But you can buy them. And do a lot of different types of magic tricks with the same deck of cards. Oh, I love that. Okay. But there's a secret. There's a secret to. So it's, it's it uses the same trick on how you do all the different tricks, but th the way you present them is like, oh, the jacks came to the top, or the jacks show up in the middle, or the mm -hmm. you know you you hide the you pull out an ace and make it disappear and stuff like that. So one deck can do multiple tricks, but it uses the same mechanism to do all the different tricks so it looks like they're different tricks okay well you're gonna have to bust some of these tricks out sometime i'm a sucker for magic i just I'm, live for it i'm gonna have to practice and find my deck so all right all right the next time we see each other sounds good <laughs> and then you're gonna have to make a video and post it to like our instagram or something so other people can appreciate this oh no then people will critique my magic i'm not that good <laughs> oh my god no one cares but you do you okay <laughs> all right well thank you all for tuning into our podcast boredom killers we hope that you guys had as much fun as we did what do you think contact us on our social media channels tell zen how much you want to see his magic video <laughs> um, and you can find photos of our adventures from around the world interesting articles and more and also if you're newer to our podcast check out some of our older vintage destination ones on washington dc portugal Barcelona, Austin, Texas, or some topical ones like the best desserts we've encountered in the world. Mm. <laughs> Meet Us in Paris is a University of California, Irvine, Division of Continuing Education Production. If you need a career boost, looking to increase your workplace knowledge, or seeking a new profession, check them out at ce.uci.edu for their professional courses. And thanks again for tuning in. We'll see you next time. Bye. 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 Bye.